want to say how proud I am to die for this very special cause with you guys. There's some, um, there's some people I'd like to thank, both good and evil. Um, a shout out to my brother Tucker, who gave me the inspiration to summon demons and also... Nobody cares, you little monkey. Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, the podcast about Sue watching Buffy. Tonight, this is kind of a part two of a part one, where we're going over the episodes End of Days and Chosen. Well, anyway, we got more to say, but I'm Em. And I'm Sue. <laughs> and I'm B. <laughs> of everything we've ever, every generation has ever done in the fight against evil. I think it's bloody brilliant. Could it possibly get up here? I used to be a highly respected watcher, but I'm a wounded dwarf with the mystical strength of doily. You know, one of these days I'm just going to put you two in a room and let you wrestle it out. No problem with this, eh? Well, it could be oil of some kind involved. He destroyed them all. I fought on the wrong side. The Earth is definitely doomed. Maybe. No, let's just leave. Okay. We'll go be heroes. <laughs> all right. So, yes, we're going to be covering the last, the final two episodes of Buffy. We'll also be. Uh, I don't know. We'll be reflecting on the series as a whole. We're going to all do our... um, Even though it's not over. So what we're going to do for that is we're going to all list our seasons ranked. We're going to rank them from our favorite to our least favorite. And then we're going to just do an easy breezy top five and bottom five episodes. Which I gotta say, just ride out right out of the park that that was really hard because I love a lot of episodes mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like leaving some off of it and it's only five five out of 144 Ugh. leaving some off is difficult but whatever just know I love a lot of them <laughs> no matter what I say it broke my heart to leave some off <laughs> 
the ones I disliked were pretty easy, and it was funny because I would think of some, write them down, and then I'm like, you know, I didn't really dislike that one very much. <laughs> Cross you out. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I love this show, and I love this series, so... <laughs> Sometimes when they even do a bad one, you're like, aww. (laughs) (laughs) But about five times, I wasn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, some of these, half of these that I even wrote down, I'd totally watch and enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's just how it is. All right. Well, we have a lot to go over tonight, so let's get going. Let's get started, huh? Oh, we are going to do a cat's crypt because we had two in the bank. So, insert cat's crypt here. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have another one. And then another one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one's labeled Final Cat's Crypt. So... The backstory is, I sent Kat a text that said, hey, we need a, which was inaccurate, <laughs> but I said, <clears throat> I said, we need a cat's crypt tonight for our last episode of Buffy. I said Buffy, not, Sue watches Buffy, just so that's clear. <laughs> She said, hello, ladies. I've been thinking about this all day, wondering if you were recording your final episode tonight. I was trying to decide whether or not to do a final Cat's Crypt, because the last one I did for, did was for Once More With Feeling, and then I think I blasted off a second one that same night for, for whatever came after that. So I wasn't sure if you needed one or not. But M sent me a text that cleared that one up for me. <laughs> so here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's confused now? And I have to say, this makes me a little sad ending this. It's been so much fun for me watching the show with you guys and listening to your podcast. It's definitely enriched the experience. I'm excited to know what comes next for you. I'm thinking that after the next season of Bates, you'll pick up another show to watch together and podcast about. And I will definitely be on board as your biggest fan. Well, I guess I'll kind of do my own little wrap-up episode based on where I am in the two series currently. As for Angel, I've watched through Lullaby... I've loved the nonchalant demon skip and Shanghai or Shazam or whatever that guy's name was. (laughs) Sajan. Sajan. (laughs) I still love Lorne and think Fred is annoying as hell. I love how much Cordy has changed and grown. I find myself rooting for a little Angel Cordy shipping action. (laughs) We all do. Um, There is definitely something brewing there. I also like Wesley with his longer hair and gun, too. It's a pretty cool show most of the time. As for Buffy, I just watched Smashed, Wrecked, and Gone last night. I did not like those episodes too much. Actually, I kind of hated the first two, and I thought Gone was the best by far. There was just too much Willow and Dawn stuff, and I thought they took the magic as a drug metaphor way too far, as does the rest of the world. Yes. It just got to be so heavy-handed that I thought it got stupid. Yes. I was all the way on board with the metaphor until I felt that it had just gotten beat over the head by it. When it started to have a pleasurable physical effect, like it was heroin, and they suffered physical withdrawals and stuff, I was like, okay, enough! (laughs) (laughs) 
Both Don and Willow were killing me with their acting and terrible lines. Just awful. But all the Spike and Buffy stuff, I love. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't all bad. And I liked how Buffy was when she was invisible. She got silly with it, and she seemed to get her lust for life back a little bit. I enjoyed Gone better than the other two, for sure. That's about all I can think of to comment on. I have taken zero notes for a long time. Shameful. You took them for Tabula Rasa, so maybe you forgot. (laughs) But we just read them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to finishing the two series and remaining podcasts. Enjoy your final episode. Sorry, this is so lame. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with this one. I feel really scatterbrained and unable to put anything coherent down. Maybe I'm too excited about being on the cusp of having huge and exciting changes in my life. Maybe it's because I have a baby boxer pup that I can't keep my eyes, hands, and lips off of for five consecutive seconds. (laughs) (laughs) She's really obsessed with that dog. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Something's got me way distracted and amped. So I'm going to let you get to it and I'll watch me some. What's next? Angel. Love ya. Legato. Okay, so (laughs) I have to say, Legata, I have good news for you. This is not, this doesn't have to be the last cat's crypt because there's an entire season of Angel after yes. Buffy is done. So when I said our final episode of Buffy, I just meant our final episode of Buffy because this should probably, will probably be a bigger episode, you know? So, anyway. I'm glad you wrote that. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry I made you. (laughs) And we look forward to several more Cat's Crips in the future because we're not done with Buffy. Universe. Buffy Universe. Anyway, and Angel is about to get super good. Yeah, so keep keep sending in the Cat's Crip Scat. Yeah. Everyone wants to hear what you're thinking of Buffy, and just because we're done with Buffy doesn't mean we won't talk about it when you send in stuff. Yeah, and you have an entire season of us to podcast about for you to catch up with us and finish with us. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's our new goal. <laughs> 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 she can totally do that. Uh huh. The way she's going, she's halfway through season six. Wow. Wow. Crazy. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Cat. Thank you, Cat. All right. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So, future Cat goes away now. Oh, sorry. So, uh. Present Cat goes present away. Present Cat goes away. Future Cat, you can listen. To the last episode of Buffy. Oh, what happens? (laughs) (laughs) Only we know. (laughs) You'll never guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, these girls didn't. Nor did Kristen. They all got taken by surprise. We sure did. (laughs) Alright, that's enough. Bye-bye, present cat. (laughs) Hello, future cat. Hello, future cat. All right, and today's. Ooh, do you know the rankings of the last two episodes of Buffy Sue? I'm sure I do. So, (laughs) I've got my spreadsheets right here. Okay, 
so end of days for season, it's got to be number eight. Indeed. And then series, it's got to be number uh, 59. Yep. Your spreadsheets are accurate. <laughs> That's <laughs> what spreadsheets are for, <laughs> accuracy. <laughs> All right. It was it was weird, like, doing my notes after having watched it, you know? Right. Because none of my notes are like, I wonder what's going to happen, like they <laughs> normally are. You know everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more like just observances this time of things I liked and things I didn't like. Mine is like, 90% quotes. <laughs> That's how all of my notes are. <laughs> and it's mostly because I make notes of the times of the quotes. So when I go back to do the editing of the podcast, I know exactly which quotes I want and yeah. where they are to find them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Smart. So, yeah, my first note is I just love that Buffy just pulls the scythe out of the rocks so quick. <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen another time? Oh, the uh, hammer when Spike's like, oh, yes. you <laughs> well, lost hammer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just picks it up. He's like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and then Caleb's just like, well, darn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That... But yeah, it's a very uh, sword in the stone. <laughs> and I just. Watching it a second time, I'm still, I'm just, I don't like the design of it. <laughs> I don't like the look of it. It looks like it was made by Makita. <laughs> <laughs> What's Makita? Oh, like a, a tool company? Yeah, and I think their tools are red. Uh, I think the red is what bothered me. <laughs> Small background on the side is it was featured in a comic. So apparently... There's a comic that's really popular that Joss wrote during the series. About... What does the man do? Does he ever sleep? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> so he wrote this comic. It's it's about a future. I think it's a future slayer. I don't know enough about it, but I, I could be totally wrong, and it's a slayer from the very past, but it's probably not. So it's a future slayer, and that weapon is used Mm -hmm. and so it already existed so when people who read the comics saw it it was like an origin story oh gotcha okay so that's just a little something so it may be designed after how he made it look in the comic Mm -hmm. yeah but I don't know for some reason that doesn't bother me I kind of I treat the fact that it's so new looking um, as just it's totally mystical. Yeah. And it like cleans itself and keeps itself perf- in perfect condition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no oxidation here. <laughs> and not a scratch from being buried in rock either. No, those ladies, they knew what they were doing. They were like, and it must be clean. <laughs> We've put a self-cleaning spell on it. 
<laughs> My thing Poland is... looks comic booky to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It does. And that's kind of why I like it. I don't know for some reason. I just find, oh yeah, that's kind of comic booky. That's cool. I like the idea, and I like the like the mythology behind it. But you I would don't know. rather it look old. Not even necessarily old. It just I think the red really bothered me. Hmm. It just I don't know <laughs> if it. If they had just kept it, like, all silver, I think I would have been better with... Something about the red, just, I don't know. Just not aesthetically pleasing? It they just... should have made it pink for girl power. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, does anyone know... They keep saying it kills three ways. I only see two. I see the pointy stake at the end, and I see the big axie head. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the three ways? I don't know. Does, Does the it axe clunk head... over the head? <laughs> <laughs> Does the axe head have like two things it could do? Well, Is there... I don't know. It kind of wraps around the handle because she's got like a handle so she can hold it with both hands yeah. at the head of it. But I don't know. If you tell me it kills three ways, I'd be like, okay, it slices and it sp- it spikes. Or what's that? What would stakes. you say? It stakes. I always do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it does what? Like bludgeon? I don't know. I, I don't know. think it bludgeons. Bludgeons wouldn't help you. No. <laughs> it, it should. Does it like squirt out holy water? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little trigger. <laughs> it's it's uh, infused with garlic. See, I just, I need, if it's going to be a thing that kills three ways, I need one more, and I don't get it, how it kills three ways. Even if it's not that, I still don't get why it's three ways. Anyway, if anyone knows the answer to that, I'd appreciate it. We'd, we'd like to hear. Because <laughs> I agree, I agree. Oh, fire. See? Does it like... <laughs> It doesn't burst vamps into flames. It doesn't, like, have a blowtorch attached. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Why didn't they do that? <laughs> Guardians, you missed an opportunity. Yeah. You could have made a gun out of it. That would be awesome. Although guns are not terribly effective in the Buffyverse. There, it would never Tara. have a gun on it. <laughs> What's that? It would never have a gun on, gun on it in this universe. <laughs> Maybe Wesley's universe, but not this one. Yeah. So I'm. I just look up an image of it, and I don't see the third way. There's, I'm pretty sure they say kill. I three think ways. they do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the the scythe. It like comes down, and then there's two like sharp ends at the bottom of it of the like the axe part but I don't see how those would kill separate from this itself you know what did you google scythe on Buffy google images <laughs> google Buffy that's weird be I know. careful there's one there is one okay I'm just gonna tell you now there is one secret I am desperately keeping from you guys still. <laughs> what 
that it's not over. That is all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So, can I go to Buffy Wiki for just Buffy? Zero angelness? What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already been on it all night, so. Okay. <laughs> well, you'd know if you knew the secret. Do you know the secret? Okay. So oh, you you would know. <laughs> I have pregnancy brain. There is no guarantees. <laughs> when you find out the secret, you'll be like, yeah, I would have known. <laughs> is it stuff that happens on Angel then? Yeah. Huh. I don't know what the secret is. It's fairly early on. So I'll let you know. Well, you will know, but, you know. You'll know. I am done sick talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I wrote, I like Xander's cow metaphor. <laughs> and I put metaphor in quotes. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like he tries to make it a metaphor but he kind of gives up in the middle of it and it's very cute yeah <laughs> I liked um... there's a lot before that I'm suspecting <laughs> um, Willow said see Scythe matters mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one worked on me <laughs> It made me giggle. And then um, the Andrew and Anya conversation where he's like, I like the real bandages better. These bed sheets are so festive. And Anya said, they look like mortally wounded Easter baskets. (laughs) (laughs) Anya was funny in that scene. Yeah. If you talk, it will just kill you sooner. (laughs) Girl, she's like the girl on the Holy Grail. Or the guy. I'm getting better. <laughs> I'd like to take a walk now. <laughs> no, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> and then she's like, Let, go get Kennedy. Imminent death won't bother her. Gross <laughs> is like, wait, what? <laughs> Anya's got great bedside, bedside matter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have... Um, so when Millie or Amanda, I even wrote Millie. <laughs> <laughs> when she was saying that they got punished, so is she talking about getting punished for kicking out Buffy? Was was she like thinking it was like a karma thing? Or I'm guessing that yes. Okay. Yeah, that's how I took it. Okay. Whether she's religious or not, I have no idea. She is on Freaks and Geeks. (laughs) (laughs) Really is. (laughs) But yeah, it seemed karma-ish. It's... I don't know. It was kind of weird. It was, because it was kind of, like, ominous the way she was saying it. Like, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Agreed. Weird. Yep. Okay. I love how excited Anya is to go to the hospital with Andrew when he's like, 
and you're going with me. I am. <laughs> you know, this look on her face, like I have a purpose or an adventure, or I don't know. It cracked me up. Yeah, those two could have been best friends, little best buddies, if they um, had had more time. <laughs> I yes, the Anya and Andrew show. Yeah. I totally would have watched. Oh man, that would have been amazing. And that was just an excellent idea to go to the hospital and get those things. Because they needed them. Yeah. Um. I really loved Buffy and Faith's talk in the bedroom. The hot girls with superpowers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a nice little cleanser for those two. They kind of needed something. They did. They did. And I thought that was... I thought that was great because it's not like they... Or like, let's go be best friends now. You know, yeah. it was a, a serious but necessary, but I don't know. I liked it. And yeah. it, it turned out to be the only thing we get from the kicking out of the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so cling on to that desperately. If you must. <laughs> I know. It just, oh, that still bothers me so much that it just wasn't acknowledged. Like, yeah. I I look at it kind of like how Buffy looked at um, P. Wood's Vendetta. It's just like, I don't have time for Vendettas. We... Because when Buffy comes back, it's like, tomorrow, right. guys, you know. Right. It's I just look at it as her still the same attitude. It's like, you know what? I don't have time for this. <laughs> I get it. It just, it would have been nice to see one of the Scoobies. You know, not necessarily the potentials or even face, but, you know, like, well, even in the kitchen when she's talking with Xander, you know, and he's like, I always thought I'd be there with you at the end. I'm like, you kicked her out. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Can't you just throw in an apology? <laughs> I don't know. Do we want to? Sue watches Buffy canon that there was some off-camera stuff like that? Yeah, I guess we could. (laughs) I guess we could. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Thought it was weird. But. It was. Now, we get the tiniest little one from Giles when he's like, when she comes up with the Slayer idea and he goes, I think it's bloody brilliant if you want my opinion. And she goes, really do. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's that true. was his mm, acknowledgement that right. he probably doesn't deserve her to care <laughs> what he thinks of something. Right, right. And her accepting him and saying, yes, I still care what you think and all of that. I loved it when after she and Spike talk and he opens the door and he's like, we'll go be heroes. I, thought, oh, I love that. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Because she's kind of like, maybe when, you know, she's like, maybe when this is over, we can reevaluate our relationship and maybe there's something there. And he's like, just let's just don't. Let's just leave it. Yeah. Let's go be heroes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, that whole conversation is just fantastic. When they... 
Yeah. He's like, I'm not shirty. (laughs) 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 Well, it's great because for the first, he's always just hard on his sleeve. Right. And Mm -hmm. for the first time he feels so vulnerable and Mm -hmm. so, I guess, vulnerable pretty much covers it. And she, she has to be, he has to just kind of put up a front and say, man, that was just a, what did he call it? A glitch? Yeah. And he said, don't read too much into it. Yeah. And she had to be like, hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) You're being shirty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she had to tell him like it is that. You know, she, she, he's, he's the reason she got, you know, after her friends dumped on her and took away all her self-esteem and all her self-worth and her drive to do anything. His little speech and night with him totally got her, her, uh, confidence back. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just awesome. I love that he's the one that, like, gave her her confidence back because she, she got treated pretty badly by, like, everybody. <laughs> by know? the everybody. people she trusts. And <laughs> yeah. Spike's n- not necessarily always, I mean, never was in that category for a long time. But then, you know, he would be now and then. But then she'd admit to not trusting him. And this season, this is one of the things and one of the reasons Buffy is, you know, all of this is kind of culminates into why she's my favorite character. I think she's got her head on straight um, and my favorite character in this season. And I love that she's right. She keep, she continues mm-hmm. to be right. She was right about Spike. I mean, Giles, everyone wanted to kill him, even in season seven. And yeah. she's like... Um, no, and she she said more than once, he is our best asset, and he turned out to be. Yep, she was right. She was totally right. And I get a sense of satisfaction from that, and I like the fact that just the way she's thinking this season, and the way she's handling everything, I know that not a lot of people in the house enjoyed it. I did. I thought... I don't know. I was just totally, I'm especially on a rewatch, just totally on board with the way she's handling everything and the way she's thinking about stuff and commanding things. Yeah, she made a mistake or two, but hey, you know, how was she supposed to know Caleb was how he was? And the first was like imbibing him with its power. Mm -hmm. She just, she had no idea. And maybe she was a little reckless, but they've been reckless every single season. And it usually turns out okay. And this time, yeah, they lost a few people and Xander lost an eye, but it's going to happen. This is serious business. Yeah. (laughs) And like the next day, Faith led them into an ambush. So Faith did the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the great things about their little talk. You know, the talk that we all liked was... You know, faith coming to the realization that I've always 
envied your position and all your friends and everything and then all of a sudden I had your position and I was as lonely as I've ever been in my life mm-hmm. interesting to hear that speech and that little talk and you know it's just good it was it was it was satisfying yeah very satisfying and the Spike and Buffy thing that was very satisfying Mhm. it was, was fun to see him so vulnerable Mhm. and just you know my love for him and that whole thing I love that just cuddling, just cuddling with Buffy was the best night of his life. How yeah. cute is that? <laughs> that is the best. And he said, I've never been close to anyone. And I mean, that's true. Like, his mom was crazy and didn't really love him. Or, you know. I think she did. And she did, but. It was a, it's a different kind of love, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's talking know. about. You know, he was never like that with Drusilla. No, she was crazy. And and he had always wanted that kind of love. I mean, those poems he wrote, he just, mm-hmm. he craved that very yeah. much. His whole, I don't know, that's how his soul was. And then he gets Drusilla for 100 years or so, and they were great lovers and everything. But no, they weren't close. No, you can't get close to someone like Drusilla. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They were in love and everything, but Oh yeah. They never would have cuddled all night. Mm-hmm. No. No. So it's it's just awesome. And he and Buffy, they you know they had their thing and so yeah, I just that's just great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all I'd ever wanted since season five. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I love the oxygen tank jaws reference of Anya's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just, I like thinking of like 1970s Anya going and seeing jaws. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> and Andrew, you are the perfect woman. <laughs> He's like, you just quoted jaws to me. Oh. <laughs> Or whatever I just she did referenced it as more accurate. I really enjoyed Andrew too, like knowing he's gonna die, but still wanting to fight. You know, I thought I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he really took to heart owning up to what he did, and I think he really looked at it as a penance of sorts. I think he redemption. did. Redemption's yeah. more this world's word. And he really seemed to just be okay with that and feel like that was the right thing to do for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah. And I have that, I like the elf lady. Hmm. I like that. I like that there were these women guardians, like, watching the watchers. <laughs> like, yeah, just I like, love that. Stupid men. I know! <laughs> <laughs> and that they built this weapon so long ago knowing that it would be needed at this time Mm -hmm. and they just waited for Buffy and watched just watched (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, what was your right. name? Buffy. No, really. <laughs> really? <laughs> that was not what I pictured. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I also like, you know, she kind of hinted that there was something more to be done because she said, um, "You are, but you already have weapons. So it wasn't... I took that as the Slayers and the Potentials, the Willow the Witch. I, I don't know. I just Yeah, maybe she meant that you... You know, Buffy is the first Slayer we've ever heard of that used friends. Right. And all the others were loners, and that's kind of what's kept... That Not only what's used, kept her alive. It is. Not only used friends, but had a vampire on her side, two vampires on her side, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Smart, you know? Did things very smartly. Yeah. She did. That's what kept her alive. She took what was a very lonely, you know, it, it was still lonely for Buffy, but, you know, she had... Xander knew how to fight. Willow knew how to fight. Dawn knew how to fight. You know, she trained him. Yeah, she never would have survived as long as she did if she would have physically isolated herself. Right. I mean, having Spike, having him there so that she could train the potentials, how a vampire thinks and moves, and that was just genius, you know? Right, yeah. Instead of, like, some stuffy Englishman watcher, like, you know. (laughs) Well, you hear all the time, Slayer's talking, I have seen a picture, you know, and that's what Wesley said, I've seen a picture of a vampire, or Mm. no, Wesley, like, was in a controlled environment. Just things like that. It's like, Buffy's the first one out of any of these groups of people that ever really did anything like she does. Right. And I I took it that that's what the Guardian was referring to as the weapons that Buffy had were the people that she had surrounded herself with. Uh, what did you think, B? I thought that it was um, more like a hint that something bigger needs to be done than just getting this weapon. This weapon isn't going to solve your problems, but there's... Um... Oh, it's like, well, but you've already got weapons, but here's another one. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, just kind of like what can you what can you do, you know, with a more powerful weapon or what can you what could you you know, just kind of leading her towards the answer of something big needs to be done in order to win this. Like Angel's amulet. Like Angel's amulet or um saying screw the watchers and their whole one born into every generation thing. Oh. So. (laughs) That's how I kind of took it. It's kind of, I guess not super clear to me, Buffy's moment of epiphany when Mm -hmm. she's talking to the first as herself. Mm -hmm. And she goes, something just occurred to me. We could win. Mm-hmm. We're going to win. Is that what she says? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, we're going to win this or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious to me that that's when she gets the epiphany to do that. I just don't know what. I watch it every time wondering what the what first, the first said, said that triggers that in her head. Mm-hmm. Isn't the first, like, kind of 
Oh, she says you're going to do it alone. alone. Yeah. So. She's, she keeps talking about Buffy being alone, and I think that's when Buffy's like, I'm not alone. I guess so. And it's it's a little weird that she knows that Willow could use the essence of the scythe, because the scythe was forged by the Guardians, not the Watchers, or the... Right. What are they called in the beginning? The men? The, the oh. shadow men? Shadow men. Shadow men. If the shadow men had made the scythe, it'd make a little more sense. Yeah. I think it's one of the things that Joss is like, ah, just, just go with it. it. I wanted to tell the story, so you'll have to just <laughs> <laughs> work it out. <laughs> yeah. But I love that. I love that they're the last surprise. She says that and that you know, they're just there to keep an eye on the girls. The Guardians? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after all the misogyny we've gone through for seven seasons of Watchers, <laughs> it was it's just kind of fun to go back and think that there's Guardian, these Guardian women just going like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they really did much except for the scythe but you know right they did keep the scythe safe and secret I think it's great that not even the watchers knew it existed <laughs> I know the watchers <laughs> they don't get a lot of credit <laughs> they don't deserve it they don't they don't that's what I mean they just there's no credit there for them and how they they didn't like we've been talking about they didn't know vampires they really right. didn't this it's very obvious when you go back and hear giles talk about vampires in season one you're like after you've seen the whole series you're like that's not vampires at all and that's how that's how the watchers are taught they are and that's how they really think they are they obviously don't go too deep into it mm-hmm. it's kind of a What's the word? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not self-centered, but... Um, what's the word you use when someone's... Narcissistic? Yes, it's narcissistic. Mm, gotcha. You know, you know just, it... they're just dumb demons. Yeah. And all... Also, the misogyny of, um, you know, these girls are expendable, so there will only be one per generation to do this, and we'll just keep building new ones, you know? That's pretty... Yeah, if that's out there to be able to do, why would they do it one one by one? Yeah. <laughs> because some man said so, back, yeah. you know, the shadow man. <laughs> that's the way it's always been done. Right. That's cool. Yeah, I love that they challenged that and turned it on its head. I do too. I really thought um, Nathan Fillion was just great, Caleb. <laughs> he was. He was great. And I did look it up. It, it is indeed after... Firefly. Firefly. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Am I the only one that thinks it's weird he was wearing jeans? Yes. <laughs> it always... Like, come on, he's not a Wyoming priest. Like, it... come on. It's just every time that I'd see his jeans, it just kind of, that's just weird to me. Yeah, it looked a little off. It's like costuming, one last, they gave evil... <laughs> Evil costumer lady, one last shot, and she got it wrong. It did it. Every time I saw it, it looked a little off. It just looks off. I mean, why couldn't it have just been a pair of black pants, you know? <laughs> I think, were they black jeans? They were, yes. yeah. It was just so obvious they were jeans, and it just, it seemed weird. It, yeah. Yeah, it's slacks. Just, yeah. <laughs> Even a pair of dockers, you know? Just... But, hey, he came off as very country, and guess what? That's what they do in the country. Right? You are yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. That's he true. He did have that... That swing. accent. What's that called? <laughs> My brain is mush tonight. <laughs> like drawl. He had that drawl. drawl. Uh-huh. Country preacher, yeah. It's more accurate than we think, I guess. True. Yeah, I guess that's what they were trying to do, but I don't know. It just always was a little, oh, yeah, he's wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't make him seem as menacing. <laughs> it, um, I've actually seen priests out in that uh, getup. Hmm. But, um, yeah, it just makes it seem kind of like a, it a dichotomy where it's like two things that don't quite go together or like two things that totally contradict mm-hmm. yeah yeah because he you know he pretends to be this holy spiritual man but he's actually the most evil person right so well he aligns himself with basically this show's world's devil yeah and he's supposed to be aligned with this show's world god mm-hmm. do they ever say god i don't think so right. well that equivalent then right well he's a preacher so that is of this world which he'd be aligned with god right mm-hmm. right and instead he you know i think it's pretty obvious that the first is supposed to represent whatever version you know this world's version of satan Yep, he was great. Yeah, he was uh, he was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Great casting. You want to talk about Angel coming? <laughs> Did that happen in this one? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, because my last note is I still don't like that Buffy and Angel kissed. yeah because it ends with them kissing it ends with her killing Caleb for the first time right and then they kiss and then we see Spike in the first watching that was so funny when I was listening to the commentary all of us are going no 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 no, no. not Spike don't let Spike be there (laughs) (laughs) and you guys all just when he kisses her when they kiss (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, future cat. I bet you liked that, but we did not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. She seems pretty on board with Spuffy too. She does. <laughs> <laughs> so she may have quite the battle at this point. Yeah. 
yeah, that was. I mean, I knew because I had seen David Boreanaz as a guest star, so I knew he was coming. Right. Mhm. I think it's so funny. The first shot of him looks so like they almost like put a glow of light behind him, <laughs> like, <laughs> or they needed to put a little ding sparkle in his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I I'm okay with Angel Coven and giving her that amulet and stuff. Yeah, I think we discussed it during feedback. I we did. All in all, I think it was necessary. They needed kind of a closure or something to happen with Angel. Totally. And it works out, him bringing that amulet. Um, that turns out to be quite key. Yep. I like, I like her excuse. She does use the excuse... Um, that they are we going in? We're going into the next. Episode, yeah, yeah. We? Let's just go into chosen, which okay. is number one of the season, mm-hmm. and number six of the series. Yeah, last last episode in the top ten. Yeah. Should be, should be. Yeah. You would think, yeah. <laughs> if it's not, then they did something wrong. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> see, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> they did something wrong. <laughs> very, very wrong. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it is, but I've heard it hinted at. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> As I've said before. I hate it so bad it almost ruins the entire series for me. Oh man. Like I retroactively hate everything. Hate everything because <laughs> of this one thing they do. It makes me so mad. It makes me that mad. <laughs> it it really is pretty bad. I I think if I ever I'll never do a whole series rewatch of Dexter, but I might watch season 4 again. Oh, I totally rewatch Dexter. Um I don't want to go through that last season again. I I didn't like it. I didn't like what they did with Deb and Dexter. I actually liked that season more than most people, but I disliked the end as much as anyone that dislikes it. Yeah, I just... mm. Now I'm curious to watch it just so I can know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) We can just tell you if you want. (laughs) Yeah, but... Season four with John Lithgow is the best. Oh, it's great. And I like the first... John Lithgow's in it. Oh, he plays this bad guy, and he's so creepy. Oh, he's (laughs) awful. He's amazing. It has some stuff that would be really upsetting for you, though, B. Yeah. Especially right now in your life. (laughs) Hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) For your life this next year coming up. Ooh. So. Yeah, wait till your kids are older. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it kept me up. It kept me up almost all night. Just upset. Oh, now I can't episode. do it because I know that he has a baby, and I just can't. Yeah, no. Yeah, 
And I had a child about that age, and I... Uh. The baby doesn't die, but it goes through some bad things. Oh. Bad, bad, bad things. <laughs> yep. Mentally bad things. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Don't do it. But John, I'll, let's go. I'll desire to watch Dexter and have gone. <laughs> <laughs> but John Lithgow is amazing. Uh. If you just skip the last episode, you'd be all right. Just skip the last, just watch the whole thing and not the last one. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the season finale. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, Buffy. Okay. Um, what was I going on about? Okay. Angel. Yeah. Um, so I like the fact that, um, oh, it just left again. She brings the... Okay. So, she tells him, he's like, yep, I'm here. Fine by your side for this thing. And she's like, no. She gives him the excuse that she needs a second front, which I think is valid. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. I think it's very valid, and I think it's most of it. And I like to think it's most of it, because I don't want to think that she's like, just selfishly and the way <laughs> I enjoy the series the thought that she could spare Spike but not Angel bugs me mm. and you know that's you can take that away from it if you want to really think about it um, if she's just giving him the excuse that she needs a second front but it's like no I can't even stand the thought of we don't know what this amulet will do so you could not wear it because I couldn't spare you but here Spike you take it Mhm. I don't know the answer if there's any of that there or not, but I do think the second front thing is valid because she is being so smart right now, and it's like you know what? No, if we lose you, and if we lose, we need someone that's strong and knows what's going on that can start combating this. Yeah. When I well- fail. At that point, she hasn't had the epiphany, so she doesn't know how. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's yeah. still kind of. Oh, I don't know. We're this is this is happening, whether we're ready or not. Yeah. So, I'm leaning your way too that it's the second front and not. I think so. I think that's. Yeah, it's it's the second front. I think she truly is, like, in the, I think we're going to lose frame of mind and just wants there to be a second chance, you know? Yeah. Or the, we don't know how we're going to win, you know? No, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think she's. She's sacrificed Angel before. She has, and she's stated in this season that she, if she could do it again, she would have sacrificed Don and <laughs> foregone <Yeah>. all the... <laughs> Which, you know, they find out this season that it was the fact that she came back that the first had its window to do this. Mm-hmm. Whatever disturbance happened, it is the fault of Buffy dying and coming back. It's Willow's fault. It's Willow's <laughs> fault. <laughs> <laughs> and Anya's and Xander's, but... 
Yeah, mostly willows, I suppose. I don't think Anya and Xander could have pulled off that spell without Willow. No, and from what we know of Willow, it was all her idea. Yep. We can do uh-huh. this, guys, you know. <laughs> yep. So this is all Willow's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing she saved the day. <laughs> So my first note for Chosen is, holy crap, I forgot Caleb came back like that. It's, oh, his eyes were gross. Oh, so yeah. gross. And it startled me. I had totally <laughs> forgotten that. Yeah, you guys all jumped pretty good when he comes back and he's got this black ooze coming from his oh. eyes and stuff. Ugh. Awful. What was that? Because he's like know. a human, right? He was Im- imbibed with the first. I don't know what it yeah. was, but it was I creepy. Think... It was something firsty, but it was yeah. just awful. It was creepy. It was, it was yeah. pretty cool. Because I liked <laughs> so much that he gets split, like, completely in half. And then <laughs> I was like, wait a second, that hasn't happened yet. And then I got distracted by Angel being there. And then it happened again, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> I loved Angel. Like I'm the one that started the whole vampire with the soul thing. <laughs> He's totally gonna be petulant about it. <laughs> oh, man. Feeling way less special all of a sudden. <laughs> and to have it be so the, awesome. It's Spike. <laughs> I know it's Spike. And he's uh, uh, oh man, I love the. Has anyone ever told you that the spelling thing's a little gross? <laughs> I've thought that my whole. <laughs> Vampire life. <laughs> the wet thing? The smelling thing. That he could smell Spike on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I thought that all through Twilight. It just, the whole thing just creeps me out that they can, like, smell everything about you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that power smelling. And it was just fun to hear her just say it like that. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you the smelling thing's kind of gross? <laughs> It just delights me. Mm. And it's interesting that he probably smelled Spike right away. And I don't know. It's just weird. And he's just kind of like, is there something you're not telling me? (laughs) He's like, I can smell Spike all over you. (laughs) Is he your boyfriend? (laughs) And then she she says something about a boyfriend. He's like, ah, boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, they're little... I really did kind of like the angel and Buffy in the graveyard. You take out the dumb cookie dough metaphor. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like the cookie dough metaphor. I brought cookie dough to our party. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you guys will find out what the cookie dough is later. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, and he, um, I found out the, he wears lifts, you know? <laughs> oh, is that Spike? Spike says that. Spike yeah. says that. Um, that is a funny reference to the fact, I found this out on Wiki, that Spike in the first, I think in the second season when Spike first shows up, his scenes with Angel, they had to put lifts on James Marsters to make the height difference not <laughs> so much. 
I guess Boreanus must be pretty tall. <laughs> anyway, he so looked, he that was a tall. sly reference. <laughs> he does look tall. That's funny. I thought Don kicking Buffy in the shin was really funny. I <laughs> loved that. <laughs> it was very sisterly. <laughs> it was. <laughs> If you get killed, I'm telling. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Sisterly again. Yeah. And, and just... then... Go for it. Oh, just Spike. When he... We missed it because we were laughing, I think. Um, but I caught it on my rewatch when <clears throat> he says most people don't use their tongue to say hello. And then he goes, well, I guess they do because... <laughs> Like, yeah. you use it to speak. <laughs> you, you, you have to use your tongue to, to do the L. Yes. That cracked me up. I'm so delighted the way that all turned out. Just Spike's not petulant, really. He kind of just kind of... He's just got such a great attitude about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He played it perfectly. He did. And I, I love the... You could smell him, too. Would you smell him? <laughs> I don't know how she says it. He's like, well, that, and I used my super enhanced vampire eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> to see you kiss him. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, good. I haven't had enough Jill's vampire crap tonight. <laughs> Oh, and that drawing of angels the best. Oh, that drawing oh, is the best. That's amazing. I showed B Sue, but uh, Redemption Cast has, since they ended Buffy, they've changed their Redemption Cast picture to that's it. It's that little drawing of angels. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> It hit me the other morning when I was driving to work why Potential Cast is called Potential Cast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all I, these, uh, whatever they're called, what are they called? Intro Casts. Mm-hmm. The newbies never quite know what the name is about, like McKinley Cast for ours. Right. They found out in the first season. I mean, in the first episode. <laughs> The potential. They had to wait so long. <laughs> I always thought it was kind of an odd name. I. And they knew there was a reason. They just never found out till the last half of the season, I guess. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never really gave it much thought, but it's like the newbies are potentials. Yeah. It's a clever name. Just it's <laughs> when you don't know what it means, you have to wait a long time. <laughs> yeah, like an inside joke for everybody except the newbies. Yeah, <clears throat> indeed it was. Uh, I like that. You know, she. You know, he's asking. You know, where's the thing that I have to wear because I'm going to wear it because I'm the vampire with a soul. He's like, are you going to give it to Andrew? (laughs) And then she just like pauses and is like, this is meant to be worn by a champion. 
Yeah, and, it and just... he kind of just like looks down like, hmm, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then being called a champion by her was made his little day. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. And then <laughs> his front about... I got my pride, you know. <laughs> You've got angel breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not staying here. <laughs> you can't buy me off with shiny beads and trinkets. You've got angel breath. I've got my pride, you know. <laughs> I love it. And she just, she, that's her time. She kind of falls and's like, I understand. <laughs> He's like, well, obviously you don't. <laughs> that was very cute. That's all great. And, and then, then they cuddle again. Oh. <laughs> What'd you say? Same thing? He said they snuggle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she figures it out. The first comes is Did you were you guys worried? I don't remember. When you saw him appear. Did you know it was the first right away? Or I, th- I think Caleb's not dead. <laughs> I think I, I think we did. I think we knew yes. it was. Yeah. He was pretty split in half. He felt dead. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Of course you've got an army yourself. Thirty odd pimply faced girls who don't know the pointy end of a stake. Maybe I should call this off." <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I really liked um I liked that Xander and Anya made it through all their crap and I think they've got a great little relationship. Yeah. But we talked about that. Yeah. Before we didn't think they would have actually gotten back together but had a good relationship. Had a good relationship. And I really liked that they the, there was no, like, sad goodbyes in this, you know? Hmm. Yes. Like, when they're at the school, and it's Giles and Buffy and Willow and Sander, and they talk about going shopping the next day and stuff. I'm just so glad that there wasn't, like, a heavy-handed, you know. No, yeah. that was very scoopy. Mm-hmm. They all know, but... I think that's what makes them feel better or, you know, it's, you knew they weren't super serious, but that is how they deal with it. Yep. And yeah. That's how they've always dealt with it. Yeah. Just kind of joking around and cause yeah, that let's just chit chat about breezy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could have easily have been the last time they saw one of them, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think they could handle that. Right. I thought that was cool. They've been through so much and they are so close. And that is I think that's just that was their acknowledgement. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how yeah. they do it. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love seeing all those girls getting the power, feeling the power all over. That was cool. Yes. Yeah, that one um, that stops the punch, that's my favorite. That one gives me chills every time. 
Yeah. Yep, that's really cool. And man, Anya just gets killed so quick. It's just, yeah. wow. That was pretty shocking. It was shocking. And I was sad that Millie died. Mm-hmm. She was like the only potential I liked. I know. I she know. She was great. She was a good potential too from, you know, when we first meet her. Mhm. She actually that uh episode called Potential where she kind of gets she finds out she has it. She kind of acted like a slayer. Oh, she totally did. She just seemed like she would have been a very good slayer. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even good slayers get killed. Yeah. Yep. Some fun stuff that goes on before the fight, though. I love the Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I want to talk about something else about Dungeons and Dragons in the last episode, but it'd be kind of spoilery. Really? Yeah. Not for this universe. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Some of you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I like that... I don't know. The Principal Wood and Faith scene was pretty good, too. Just kind of... I love that. I love that he challenged her. And it... The... Mm-hmm. Uh, the promise of maybe something better for Faith is coming along. Maybe she's not going to be so lonely. This is actually a guy that is willing to stick around and get to know her better. Mm-hmm. I like to think of them as going on as a couple. I do, too, and I hope it happens in the comics comics. Yes. <laughs> do that. B, yeah. if they don't, in your little fan fiction, you need to <laughs> <Monet>. <laughs> pencil that in. <laughs> yeah, I just, I want Faith to, she wants it. She does. I mean, she does have this front, you know, especially talking to him in that scene. It's like, oh, just do what the guys want, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which seems really lame <laughs> when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> They're a good match because, you know, his mom was a slayer, so he... Yeah. He knows the life. He knows, you know. Yeah, I really, and I'm, I was so gutted when I thought he was dead. The uh. first time I saw it. I'm like, no, because I really, I was really into the thought of Faith really being able to have someone like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. And then they they keep him around. So obvious, I it's got to happen in the comics, right? I would think so. At least for a little while. I'd like, yeah. I'd like to think of Faith. <laughs> Because that has been her big thing, is just being jealous of Buffy and never having anyone that cares about her. Mm-hmm. Being lonely, mm-hmm. you know. The promise of that is great. I love that they added that. Um, Did you notice Buffy and Spike that last night? Did you notice what they did? I was going to bring that up. I was going to ask, so when she comes down... She goes down, they're at opposite sides of the basement, Mm -hmm. and then it fades to black. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. are we... Did they do it? 
That's the whole thing. <laughs> just, just put that in there because he wants you to fill in the blanks. Whatever makes you happy is what happened. Aww. Did they cuddle Thanks, again? Josh. He's like, did they actually make love? Did they fight? <laughs> He's like, whatever you want it to be is what happened. And he is just, <laughs> he left it wide open for you to fill it in with your own imagination. Yeah, because I did write down, I was like, so when Spike is in the basement looking at the amulet and Buffy comes downstairs, do we think they had sex? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Sue? <laughs> I, I change. I kind of am just totally happy with them just snuggling again all night. Or Elizabeth or Beth. Is this the one time that they actually make that sweet love you said? Can you picture them? And I say yes. <laughs> Is that the one shot we have? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm surprisingly just kind of... I don't know. I'm and I going might with change a little bit. They did, cause I don't know. This is their last night. They've cuddled a couple nights now. Yeah, and it's I, for his sake especially, I like the thought of him actually having a very meaningful night. Mm-hmm. Like that, it'd probably be another first for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, I totally had it pegged as cuddling, but now I'm doubting that. Well, like I said, it's but... totally up to you, B. It gets to be anything <laughs> you want. <laughs> well, I mean... The show they... is not making a stand on it. They yeah. want you yeah. to decide what you want it to be, and that's fine. Which is great. It makes everyone happy. Well, they can cuddle after. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I love Andrew's speech. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was amazing. After my notes, I have a bunch of notes from watching the Joss Whedon um, thing. And he said, let me find that part. Maybe I didn't write it down. Um, he, I think he just said that it, it made him laugh. He had to like, he like ruined takes because every time he did that speech, he'd laugh. <laughs> Joss, <laughs> not, not Andrew, Joss. <laughs> <laughs> he just found that hilarious. It was that pretty funny. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew too. Oh, yeah. Mm. His little story. Kind of, I don't know. It was cute. And Giles, of course, saying the Earth is definitely doomed. Yes. Uh, echoing. Welcome to the Hellmouth. They do the exact same thing where they talk about inconsequential stuff and kind of ignore Giles, and then they all walk away ignoring Giles, and he's like, ooh, the Earth is doomed. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have him echo it here, the Earth is definitely doomed. <laughs> oh, that's cool. 
really fun to rewatch. Maybe I'll actually like season one this time around. <laughs> well, that's what I've always said to you two. I believe. I've even. I think I've even said after watching a few seasons, you'll probably like season one better. Yeah. Now that you've seen the whole thing, you may like it even better. But mm-hmm. right. Spoiler alert to my seasons in order, though. One is still my bottom. but it is fun to watch it's fun to see them so young to see them meet each other and Mm kind of get their dynamic down Mm -hmm. it'll be weird to see Cordelia yeah Cordelia's just (laughs) awful Yeah. (laughs) but likable I always liked her you did you saw something in her yeah. Yeah, my last notes on this is I can't believe Buffy picked those boots to wear. <laughs> she even had to run through I... those buildings exploding behind her and jump on a bus. <laughs> In those heels. Those boot things. And they're like pointy toed even. Totally pointy toed yeah. like cowboy oh, boots. Those would be the worst things in the world to run in. Oh. Yeah. And she had to run and jump on the top of a moving bus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is one of her superpowers. Yes. It really, I know, that's the thing. It's like, that's just part of Buffy. She always wears the most inappropriate for fighting and stuff. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I know. Like, where are the pants and sneakers? I know. (laughs) (laughs) just once Buffy and I just my last I just love the look on her face that final shot oh I know she looks so old she does look old I've always thought that too I'm like showing her age not in Mm -hmm. a really rude way I think showing age is great yeah yeah it's like She's grown up so much or something. Yeah, yeah it's been through a lot. It's a very <laughs> mature, mature look. Just, yeah. And you just think about how just the relief and the, wow, what's going on in her head? Like, my life is going to be so different now. I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her world opened up just opened up she can have a somewhat normal life you know yeah and that's I like that I like that that's what happened because I didn't want Buffy to to die and but you wanted her to rest like yes exactly something has to relieve some of this burden from her yeah that's why you know whenever we would talk about what we thought I was like there's just got to be a way that they make it so she's not the Slayer anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was always interested to hear you talk about all that, and I'm wondering if you'd like what they actually do. I did, I did, because she's... Some of the things you were saying right either right before Season 7 started or right when it starts led me to think, oh, I don't know if she's going to like. It's because it's not what she's saying, but you just couldn't dream up what they actually did. It just yeah. in your wildest dreams, you right, right, come up with what they actually do. Uh-huh. So you didn't consider it, right? It'd be interesting to hear those podcasts again because I don't remember exactly what you wanted to have happen, but I know I just wanted her to just not have to be the slayer anymore. Like, yeah, 
And you did talk a lot about just banishing demons from the earth or something, and I'm like, well, there's more angels, so what is angel going to do? And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It was like, do we kill the first, and then there's just no more evil? And Right. Well, yeah. Somehow it worked in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think it just, it's very satisfying how it ended where, Okay, she's still the Slayer, but she she's not the Slayer, you know? Yeah. She's a Slayer. She's the most um, accomplished. And accomplished and well, senior she, Slayer. To me, it's like, I, I see her, like, kind of retiring and, like, being a teacher, like, opening up a yeah. Hogwarts, you know, <laughs> for Slayers, you know? <laughs> like, she and Faith are the... Them run a yeah. run a school like teaching them how to fight and stuff. So she doesn't she doesn't have to go out in the field anymore. Yeah, she could go home to not Spike. She can go home to <laughs> not Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Riley. <laughs> Spike, we didn't mention his death. But he didn't die. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, we went through it last podcast, didn't we? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, it's... we shared enough about our feelings about that. Yeah. Good feelings. Good feelings. Yes. It's, it was satisfying. It. Yeah. It was what needed to happen and what, you know, the best thing that could have. And he got the best things in life. Right before his death. Yeah. Well, he he's the hero. Like he said, let's go be heroes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I, like I said, I love the way he just faces it with as much courage as you could face death. Yep. <laughs> just kind of, I want to see how it ends, and then just kind of like giggles through it. I don't know what to call what he did. <laughs> 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 Laughing in the face of death, I guess. Yeah. So, I'm trying to get as much as possible of how this amulet worked. It somehow channeled, so it burst, it burst through to get to the sun, and then it channeled the sun through his soul. So, it had to have, it had something to do with his soul. Had something to do with his soul. And it was like, sun, soul, amulet just obliterated all of the uber ramps. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> I, I loved listening to the commentary, you guys. Whoa! It <laughs> <laughs> was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you know, the sunlight, of course, should have burnt him to a crisp at that point, but I think it why his what his soul had to do with it but it it was there and he felt it and it was kind of burning he said mm -hmm. anyway i guess it's not spelled out totally but we can kind of yeah so does the sun does a soul partially protect you from the sun and that's why indirect sunlight isn't that's it? why angels <laughs> in la <laughs> i think you're on to something <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he could withstand it for a few minutes. Yeah, and Buffy's and his hands when she 
puts her hand in his, there's some fire happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's flowing through him. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, her touching him, maybe it was like electricity. It just kind of like made it cackle a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Crackle, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. It was interesting. It was good. It's sad. It makes me cry. <laughs> but I do like it. I like it, too. Makes me shed a tear in a good way. It's Spike. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it before. I just... I like that it ended that way, and... I like that it gives Buffy an opportunity to move on, you know, Mm -hmm. and not have a vampire boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Unless somehow she ends up with Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is that whole Shantru prophecy... Where he can be mortal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Erase. <laughs> These worlds cannot collide anymore. Uh, okay, I'll get into the Joss notes. Um, to do all of the Angel Buffy seeds, they only had David for seven hours. Oh my think about that with costuming and makeup and all the takes they have to do that's incredible wow oh. it was 10 pages of script jeez <laughs> goodness and Joss says splitting Caleb from the crotch up was maybe a little on the nose for a feminist <laughs> statement <laughs> but he said for his character I thought he earned it <laughs> yes he did I liked that. I did too. <laughs> and Joss drew Spike's angel drawing himself on set. Which I heard <laughs> talked about. Oh, this was interesting. He said some really nice things about James Marshers and Sarah Michelle Geller working together. Um, he's like, you know, the scenes with Angel are great, but the ones with Spike, he's like, James Marsters, he said, is a little more on Sarah's level. So I guess this is a little bit of a dig on David Boreas' acting <laughs> skills. I don't know. Maybe it's just the pure chemistry of the two actors. Yeah. He says that their vulnerabilities come out together and it's different from Boreas. And when he said vulnerabilities come out together, he made it clear he meant James's and Sarah's vulnerabilities. Mm. And it just makes magic. Yeah. Um. Okay, he also, he says, the idea of them sleeping together was very important. And that means it, this is the night that we actually see them sleeping together where the first comes in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says it shows that there was major trust there. Um, and it was physical and romantic, but not exactly sexual. Um, he says that showing them on screen being lovers together again he was a little worried about what kind of message that might send because of the rape scene in season six. Oh, yeah. Which Uh, makes sense. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that even all the events surrounding both things are very different. But when you do think about the thought of someone 
watching that that maybe had been attempted raped, maybe had been raped by their boyfriend or husband. Right, right. It does. It When you look at it through um, different possible eyes, you can see that, yeah, that might send the wrong message. Yeah. That makes total sense, yeah. Uh-huh. Man, they're so smart. And he also, he said... My notes are a little sketchy. I wrote, um, he said that this, that scene we were just talking about, about um, the choose your own adventure, Buffy and Spike, (laughs) (laughs) where it fades to black. He said that's almost the most important part of this episode. And he says, whatever you want happened, happened. But that was very important to him, I guess. Huh. And he almost pegs it as most important. Which is interesting. I'd have to watch it again to see the context of him saying that. Oh, when <laughs> so when Buffy, when you think she's dying, and the first uh-huh. comes and talks to her and is like, "Ooh, my mortal wound is all itchy," or whatever, mm-hmm. and Buffy says, "I want you to get out of my face." <laughs> he goes, "A lot of people didn't get that that was a pun." <laughs> oh, it totally oh. is. I didn't even think about it. I'm one of those people. That's hilarious. <laughs> totally. <laughs> went right over my head. (laughs) That just made me laugh. (laughs) I'm glad most people didn't get it. (laughs) It, I didn't get it, nope. That's funny. Um, He had the final shot of them peering over Broken Sunnydale um, in his head from the start of, I think from the start of either the season or maybe just the two episodes, I don't know. I know it wasn't from the start of the show because the show went ways they didn't expect. Right. Um, oh, and then the Anya's, he, well, Anya's final line is bunnies and Buffy's is Spike and Caleb's is you don't have the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the red cape that uh, Andrew wears while they play Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. is the cape. I think they must have gotten it out of the costume department from... Um, Fear itself when Buffy was a little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and the time when Andrew, like, goes to Amanda and, like, kind of flips it and t- says, Girl, for you. Mm-hmm. That was totally Andrew, and it was only one take, and it just. <laughs> it was just something that the actor just did spur of the moment, and they just loved it. Oh, oh my gosh. That was funny. He's well, funny, and I believe that. Hearing him on The Nerdist, he's hilarious, and I he totally seems like he'd do stuff like that all the time. <laughs> oh, so you listened to that Nerdist? I listened to it way back when you told me oh, to. Oh, okay. I haven't re-listened. I want to re-listen. But... Now that it's over, I do too, because I... I... I didn't know who he was. <laughs> you didn't know you'd be such a fan. I know. I, I had no idea, because I, I think it came out before I even started watching Buffy. Yeah, you had never seen Buffy at all. Mm-hmm. This is true. Because, yeah, it definitely didn't come out while I was watching, because I wouldn't have listened to it, because there were spoilers. Hmm. Yeah, right. And I would have been like, let me hear it first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they do talk about Buffy a little bit. Well, I know Chris Hardwick's a big fan. Yeah. So, 
Well, he you should you should also redo the Joss Whedon. The Joss Whedon one, yeah. Because you probably just kind of glazed over when he talks about Buffy and stuff. I'm sure I did. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Just we know, yeah. He's the guy that did that Buffy show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say, I'm, I'm really glad how satisfied I am with the ending. Because, you know, you just hate to invest so much time into a show and have it end where you're just like, oh... Yeah, and you yeah. had a lot of expectations for Seven, and I like Seven, but maybe on first watch it is a little iffy. You're like, I don't know, you know, you don't like the potentials, but I think it's worth it. And I've been trying to skirt around it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I can kind of, you know, I can kind of shush the potentials because, and I didn't say this, but it's like, because I really love, love what they do at the end. I don't love the potentials themselves. Uh-huh. But I love that element. I do too. I do too. Yeah, I don't. And so you just kind of tolerate them. They're annoying, but I'm glad they're there. Oh yeah. So I think season seven on rewatches does a lot better. And you don't, you Sue won't have to worry too much about Spike. He's not going to be crazy the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. I think season seven's a good rewatch. I can see it. Because, yeah, I I just didn't know where they were going with the potentials. And as little one-off characters, I, none of them were likable to me, except for Amanda, you know? Yeah. She was tolerable. I mean... They weren't, uh, and I'm astonished why they had to do that. Why? And, you know, Joss talks about, we had Kennedy because we, and we designed her to be the opposite of Tara. And it's like, you can be the opposite of Tara and not be the most annoying brat on Earth. Right. <laughs> because, to be honest, Tara wasn't my favorite person. Mm-mm. She was okay, but mostly when she wasn't with Willow, when she was the best. I liked, I liked Tara the best when she was not with Willow, <laughs> after they broke up. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's fine to make her the opposite of Tara, but you can make her the opposite of Tara and not someone that everyone hates. Mm-hmm. Right. Why do they do that? I don't know. They just probably don't get or don't think that they're going to... They couldn't possibly think these people are going to be as as badly received as they are when they're doing it. No, mm-hmm. they wouldn't do or it. Or they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it on purpose. So. No, yeah. I think it was a combination of just how she was written and, and the acting. I just didn't like the actress that played her. I just didn't like anything about Kennedy. Nope. That makes so much sense to have her be the opposite of Tara. Or that they tried to write her as that. That explains a lot of her behavior. Yes, it does. And another thing, though, is Joss also said, he's like, and we wanted one relationship good relationship to come out of this. And I thought, you did not nail that. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Fail. (laughs) Total fail. Uh, No one believed those two. 
No. It they, just didn't work. It, their chemistry on screen didn't work. They had very little chemistry. Every time you see those two together, you're like, Willow, what the bip are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, fail, you know. Yeah. That was a fail. Because Principal Wood and Faith had better chemistry. And that they only was had one a, good relationship. They yeah. could have fostered that better. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they had very little screen time together, but... Yeah. It was... That would have been the good one relationship because, yeah, I think I think Willow will be okay without Kennedy. To me, mm-hmm. you know, if you took Kennedy out, if you like, <laughs> have you watched? <laughs> you watched the um, Black Mirror, right? The John Hamm one. Yeah, I watched. Oh, yes. I haven't seen the whole thing. You'll laugh when you see it. If they do that to her, <laughs> I think I would think Willow would have been fine. She didn't need to have a relationship come out the other end of this. No. Mm-hmm. Big thing. That didn't need to happen. Kennedy didn't need to happen for Willow's arc this season, I thought. No. She could have moved on without having another lover. Right. Yeah. And been just great. Yeah. But it is nice that they you know, put the lesbian in a happy relationship to end it. That's true. Since there's that, you know, Instead that battle of, going on in TV it, land. Or... Yeah. You're right. Which is, yeah, probably what their intention was, but... Yeah, because just... of all the backlash to Teradyne, maybe yes. they were like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, we didn't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) We just made her super annoying. I just, uh, my point is, I don't know why they needed to make her have to have a lover again. Or girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. I didn't think it was necessary to Willow's growth. No. (laughs) Or moving on from Tara, really. Uh So, like, I did... Ending thoughts. <laughs> I forgot I wrote this, but I I kind of just I've already said it, but I really like that you know Buffy is still a Slayer but not the Slayer, mm-hmm. and that she's not alone and there's Slayers all over. And I wrote I hope they have annual Slayer conventions and stuff. <laughs> and I put Don can be the person at the table handing out the badges. <laughs> <laughs> Don would be. She'd have to be part of it. Right. But I am surprised, Arrowdown. I'm really surprised more of the main characters didn't die. That really surprised me. I explained... Were you there when I explained this, B? Yeah, that Joss wanted to end on a note of hope. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That Which, makes a lot of sense. It makes sense. I just didn't think Josh would think that way. He's... Yeah. You know, I really really expected Giles to die and Willow. Well, is let's talk about sometimes. <laughs> let's talk about the hero's journey for a minute. He would have died in a conventional, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, what are they called? The, the Dumbledore, the uh, Gandalf, the wise mentor. Right, right. Dies and leaves the hero to uh, be a hero. Right. Uh-huh. Um, 
which in a way happens a little bit in season six. He yeah, goes. I was gonna say they he can't... leaves. Well, yeah. She gets leaves. abandoned. Um, but then it's like I don't know. So, but um, yeah, it's interesting. If they didn't do the the heroes, is it called the hero's journey story? I think so. That sounds right. They didn't do the classic. Right. The conventional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I'm just surprised. I, yeah. I would have expected Joss to kill off characters that people love, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Buffy was gone. I like that they're all, I like to think that they're all alive and that they made it and that they're still together laughing and being silly. Yeah, the note of hope is is good. Mm -hmm. Not at that mall. (laughs) I I do like Don's line, I fought on the wrong side. (laughs) (laughs) I like Xander, like, so things like... Toys R Us and Starbucks, those landmarks are gone. (laughs) How are we going to tell the world about them? (laughs) Pretty funny. Yeah. Well, we... does be like, we've got work to do. Yeah. I love love watching Giles in that scene. He just kind of like throws a rock into the pit. Kind of a move I'd expect Xander to do. <laughs> it's very ungiles like to me in my head. But I love it. And I love uh I'm like, what do we do now? It's very Giles to be like, Well, there's a Hillmouth in Cleveland <laughs> 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 They all look at him, he's like, I'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> Like we gotta get started on that right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's fun. I liked it. I'm glad. I'm glad I did this. I never would have thought I would have ever have watched Buffy. (laughs) 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 But I'm really glad I did. It was it was a good series, and it left me satisfied. I'm I'm really happy about that. Yeah. And it wasn't a cheesy ending. It you know. No. I love that they had a whole season to make it the last mm-hmm. you know spoiler alert angel does not <laughs> i'm not saying the ending isn't satisfied but they found out the second half of the last season that that was their last one. Oh, geez i have more on that but i suppose i'll save it Yep. but i like that they were able to fashion this as the epic ending and be able to, you know, do it how they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very satisfying and well done. Yep. So, bravo. Bravo, crew. You had, you had some missteps. We'll talk about some of those in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little 
toy shop Buy a bag of balloons with the money we got Set them free at the break of dawn Till one by one they were gone Back at base, bugs in the software Flash the message, something's out there Floating in the summer sky 99 red balloons go sure they are yeah what they did and they they should be there's some interesting featurettes on that Steven 7 dvd you know i think producers talking just they they changed television in a few ways they changed bees watching of television yes years later you know <laughs> that happened to a lot of people watching buffy and 
they've been imitated a lot and is um I think they talked about this sweeping epic tale. Mm-hmm. Was this is this was unique at the time. And now it's very common. It is. It is. Because uh, when did Buffy start again? It was mid 90s. Yeah. Yeah, like 96 or 7. Cuz I mean yeah, before that 2003. Like it seems like all the hour-long drama-type shows were things like Dynasty and Dallas and, like... Soap opera. Soap opera, you know, nighttime soap operas. There just weren't shows like this, you know, that weren't soap opera you know? It was all sitcoms, like stupid sitcoms and yeah, and then there's like your Law and Orders, um, right, right, that are all just one-offs. There's, mm-hmm. well, there's like arcs, I guess, between. I don't know. I don't watch those shows. Well, I'm trying to think of what I watched in high school because this was a year or two before Buffy started, mm-hmm. and Friends was around, and there was um definite story you know, from show to show. Right. Sometimes they'd abandon it like these one-offs, but, you know, there's the a tale they told, but it's nothing like, you know, nothing like this. Right. Um, let's see, X-Files had started, and there, you know, that's a lot of one-offs, too, and I think towards the end, I haven't seen all of X-Files, but... X Files is there's a, a story, but that was going on around the same time. Yeah, X Files is a good comparison because there's definitely like big arcs in X Files too, though. Yeah, yeah, like Mulder with his sister and no idea. <laughs> is she the one that reason he believes in aliens? Uh huh. She got abducted or something. Uh huh. I know, I know very little, but I know some. I mean, they're... You know, absolutely. But it was running... Was it running at the same time? Seems like it would be. It was longer, and I... Yeah, I think... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there was soap opera-y stuff. Was this, like, Dawson's Creek, Gilmore Girls? That's all after. After... Well, doesn't she make a Dawson's Creek joke in this one? Oh, yeah, she does. She called him, don't go all Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> but I bet Dawson's Creek started in somewhere after Buffy started. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Anyway. They changed. They they should be proud of themselves. They oh, changed yeah. television. And they did all this on the WB and the CW. I know, that's crazy. <laughs> and a supernatural show. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. Which nowadays is nothing, but back then, I mean, I remember seeing stuff for it and thinking, weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
I saw very little of Buffy and knew very little of what was going on. My only thoughts back in those days when it was airing was kind of there's like werewolves in it and I'd just see her dust someone just quickly and just be like I had no interest. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that is just nothing for me. You know, I'm just nothing, nothing there. Oh, no one was more surprised than I was when you said that you liked it. <laughs> I was like, you're watching what? <laughs> you? <laughs> so, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that it was around. I'm glad it changed TV because TV is, there's some good stuff on. And if this is one of the pioneers, yay, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Well done. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because at uh, this point, TV is more interesting to me than movies, and I don't think I'm alone. No, you're not alone at all. Most people think that. People have taken this and run with it, and now to be a TV star, you're not... You know, look at John Hamm winning this Golden Globe tonight. You're just... You are very well respected these days, and that has not always been the case. Oh, no. You were a second-tier actor in Hollywood. Absolutely. But now there's big movie people going to TV shows. I mean... Right. Uh TV's just got better writing. They can do more. You know, movies are too... And you can tell epic tales. You can tell epic tales, and that's what people want. Yeah, in five or six years. Hours and hours and hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a movie, you know, at best you have a couple sequels. Yeah. But... Like, look at Game of Thrones and what it's doing right now. You know, taking the whole entire series and being able to actually play that out. Whereas a movie wouldn't probably do it any justice at all. Yeah. Not that I've seen a single episode. Me neither. But all of us are talking about Game of Thrones and none of us have seen it. (laughs) We know enough. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to soon. And Sue is going to. Yes. I have no plans to watch it. Me neither. There might be a M watches Thrones. (laughs) 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 Speed five years into the future. (laughs) (laughs) So. All right. Well, should we go on to our rankings and stuff? Let's do it. Okay. How do we want to do it? Do we all want to just state ours, or do we all do like our least favorite, and then let's all do our second least favorite? <laughs> <laughs> or our, I think we yeah. should start favorite and go down. I think so too. And I think we should each do. Okay. Yeah. One, 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 and then yeah. Why don't we do Sue B and me? Okay. Okay. And we're starting with our favorite. Favorite. Mm-hmm. And we're doing seasons. These are our favorite seasons. Okay. Um, I've got number five as my top. Hey. Fun. Um, I have season six. A worthy choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is, as no surprise to anybody, is five. Um. <laughs> There's some stuff after five that happens that I may love the most, but five, just looking at it critically also, if I look at it in, yes, my preference, but add a critical view, 
I think it's just an amazing season of television from start to finish, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They just formed it so well, and it's enjoyable, and it has some great stuff in it. And some of my, you know, the awakening of Spike's crush on Buffy is so great to watch play out. And Mm -hmm. just... Um, ending it the way they end it with, you know, Buffy killing herself and just, it was great. Uh-huh. It's just a great season. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, I, I love season six and I know it's not like a terribly popular season, but just Buffy's journey, you know, I was like, how are they going to bring her back from the dead? It just seemed so impossible. And her journey back to being whole and being, you know, complete and the, the finale for me and the, just the, you know, the big bad being life. I don't know. I liked that more than any of these monsters that they bring in. Um, so that overall arc of, just regular life and her mm-hmm. um, growing in that. That just, I don't know. I really loved it. And it kind of surprises me that that's my favorite season. But for now, it is. <laughs> What's your second one, Sue? Second favorite is season three. Me too. Just the mayor was my favorite big bad. And I just, it's the one where faith comes in. And even though I didn't love faith, I liked, I kind of liked Buffy having this other slayer (laughs) that, you know, I just thought it was a good dynamic. So, yeah, I like, yeah, season three is my second one. Yeah, I think season three was just, they really knew what they were doing, you know, Mm-hmm. and had a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'll talk about three when we get to it, I guess. <laughs> My number two is six. Just under five. <laughs> I do love... <clears throat> Like I said, I add a critical view and have to pick five. And I love, you know, I love five. But I take away the critical view (laughs) and don't care what the critics say or all the naysayers. And I just bippin' enjoy season six. I (laughs) love it. There's so many elements to it that I just love. I love Buffy's journey and... The the surprise that she was actually in heaven, uh-huh. and just thinking about all that all that that means to her, and thinking about her being up there for you know a mortal hundred years or so, mm-hmm. even though time was different there and felt different to her, she was there a long time, and then to get ripped back and have everyone around her acting like they do, and just. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the journey with Spike 
It's got once more with feeling in it. It's so got fun. The trio. The trio's fun. <laughs> Willow. I, I don't like the heavy metaphors of the drugs, but her journey is pretty fascinating too. Yeah. And her going from getting obsessed with magic to having it be almost, you know, kill the world. Mm-hmm. And she does some dark stuff. I like throw a little darkness into a show and you know I'm good to go <laughs> and season 6 does that <laughs> anyway that's my number 2 um my number 3 is 6 mm-hmm. I all have those, all those things yeah <laughs> I have season 4 whoa really <laughs> that's a surprise <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Tell me why. I thought there was a lot of fun. How much of season four was Spike in? This is, well, a lot of it. This is something blue. The one he got the chip. Yeah, he gets yeah. a chip put in. Yeah. He's in most he's in pretty much every episode. Yeah, and I This is where he becomes a series regular. I didn't hate um Riley the way that That's right, everybody you didn't. else did. So Oh yeah. Yeah, so the initiative was fun initially to um, you know, imagine what they could do and the possibilities for that and um I liked Buffy and Riley finding out about each other and um I I liked the dynamic of you know Spike being bad and being evil and but being foiled at every turn and uh but they were still willing to help him I don't know it was a lot of fun to me all right Oh, good. Good points. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your third one, Em? My number three is number seven. I I am a loyalist through and through, guys. <laughs> I watch seasons one through four to get to seasons five through seven. Right, right. I love the back half of this show. I love it. And I'm not saying I don't love the first four either, I, but I do. I get through those to get to the last three, so they are my top three. Um, seven's the third in the top, but I enjoy Spike having a soul back and, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Spike went and got a soul, and I love watching Buffy. I've you know, talked about this tonight already. I love watching her be so strong and what's the word? She's confident. Mm-hmm. She gets rattled a few times, but she's she is facing something pretty epic that she does not know what to do until the end. And to see her deal with that and to know what's right, to in the face of everything else everyone says, insist that Spike is needed. And to the the fact that she was right about it all, I just love it. And I love 
their relationship in season seven. It's it's to, for a for a spuffy ship, a hardcore spuffy shipper. Season seven is very satisfying. Yeah. We I've been through a lot, and to get <laughs> what we get in seven is is a very satisfying thing. Uh-huh. So it's number three. I think I ranked mine too fast. <laughs> <laughs> My number four is number seven. Oh, good. Okay. So, so five, six, and seven made it almost in my top three. I just had boy, that season three is just so fun. I really <laughs> love the mayor. Oh, season four's big bad is Adam, huh? Yes. yes. Boo. <laughs> I'd be scribbling some of these out. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, so but you don't seven. find out until like four season, four episodes before the end, don't you? Mm. It's like really close. It's the second half. I don't know if it's the last four, but yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff in four. There really <laughs> is. There's something blue. There's pings. There's hush. Yeah. I love a new man. The one where Giles becomes a demon. That is <laughs> gold. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. It's got a pretty great Halloween episode. I love it when he jumps out of the car just to scare his <laughs> Four has merits, but it also has a lot of it has enough that it's yeah. not in my top view. Yeah. <laughs> I have season five for my number four. But I love season seven too. I don't know why I put it so low. Maybe because it's just so fresh to me. It hasn't yeah. sunk into my Buffy verse yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, after you've done a rewatch, rank them again and okay. get back to us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Number number four. So what's your number four? Oh, it's number three. I I love three too. Mm-hmm. Um, after we get past the loyalist in me, and I have to rank the top four. Mm-hmm. You know the other four first four I should say three is definitely number one there mm-hmm. yeah um, and it's because of the mayor it's because I like I love graduation day that the ending is so great oh I love it when they all stand I up but they love the school yeah yeah it's got some great Willow Oz stuff mm-hmm. it's got some great just epi- this has the Zeppo in it it has the wish double gangland it's a fun season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Faith, which isn't my favorite, but it, um, I like Faith for a while in it. But, you know, Faith going bad and all of that is why it's not in my top. Yeah, there's that. But... Three. Well, for my number five, I've got number four. Okay. Just, I just didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like Riley. I didn't like Adam. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hush saves it. Mm-hmm. It's when Oz left. I liked Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, what's your number five, B? 
It's season seven, but it should be higher. There's not enough spaces. <laughs> we know you like the show, so. Put it this way. My first five could all change with mm. any mood. Yeah. And. True. You know, could all be squished together into one big I love Buffy category. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so it's not like, you know, season seven, I hated it, and it's down. I mean, I loved it so much. It just hasn't marinated in my brain that much yet. Because thinking about Storyteller and (laughs) everything Andrew does in the entire season, and, yeah, just how confident Buffy is and the whole overarching feminism theme and, you know, making all those girls slayers and having good conquer evil and ending with hope. And like, that's all just everything that I love. And I've got to say, I think out of all of the seasons, season seven does the best on rewatches. Like I said, having the perspective of how it ends, Mm -hmm. where they're going and then to watch it play out again is very beneficial. Yeah. And you, too, have not had that pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to get just a random message from me someday with my re-rankings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look forward to it. <laughs> my number five is season two. Boy, that twist of making Angel evil. Oh, yeah. And then um, her killing them at the end is amazing. It's an, it is one of the moments of television that just is surprising and daring. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It was an amazing thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it was well played out. It was. Yeah, it was um, in the early days where they still had plenty of clunkers happening. But that whole Angel Angelus arc is amazing. And becoming part two. Oh, and this is, you know, Spike's introduced. Mm-hmm. And Spike and Drusilla are so fun. <laughs> There's so many great moments there. And her and Spike getting together and forming their first little union is so much fun and becoming part two. Oh, yeah. Going to Joyce's house and Joyce finding out. No, she doesn't find out. Does she? The Buffy's the Slayer? Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. She does not becoming part two. The Buffy's the Slayer and, yeah, them just getting, you know, and Spike. Spike just surprising us all that he doesn't want the world to blow up like, like Drusilla and Angel do. He, he likes he likes he world. likes people. He likes Manchester United. <laughs> people are Happy Meals on legs. <laughs> so he's going to form a little union with Buffy. They hate each other. It's great. Oh, yeah. season two is fun to watch. So mm-hmm. that's number five. Yeah, I've got season two as my number six, but 
after you talked about it, I'm like, eh, I should have put that as my five and four as my six. <laughs> <laughs> I have season two as my six also. Hmm. And it's part of the squishy ball of Buffy love. <laughs> yeah. Mine is number four. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not it's only not my worst season because it it has something blue and it has pangs and it has hush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the only reason. And I do like the Halloween episode and I like a new man. Season one doesn't have any of those episodes. Yeah, so season one doesn't have have? Spike. We're all three on agreement for number seven. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. Season one, I know I'm third, but season one has the beginning of the show and the introductions. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember my first watch being, I remember the pleasant surprise of season one being like, you know what? I think I'm going to like this show. And Prophecy Girl is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And there's a funness to season one. I know it's my bottom and it deserves to be there. <laughs> but there's some fun there. It's, well, one of them's got to be the bottom. and Absolutely. Yeah. Out of the seven, one deserves to be on the bottom. <laughs> it does. And, you know, I'd rather watch season one of Buffy than so many other shows. Oh, yeah. Man, when I watch it, it's going to be like watching everything for the first time because I remember so little of it. And I actually, I never watched Teacher's Pet, so there's an episode of Buffy I haven't seen yet. Oh, that's... you didn't watch it. <laughs> no. Oh, that's you told right. told me I could skip it. <laughs> oh, well, I thought you saw. Did you even, did you start it and go like, nope? Or did you just read that it's about a praying mantis team? I think <laughs> I started it and probably got like three minutes in. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, and it's funny because season one, when I rewatch it, because we didn't podcast about season one. No, we did not. Season one was part of my what I've been watching. Yeah. And I mentioned two or three episodes that I liked, but I mostly complained about it. Uh (laughs) And then we started, we started podcasting with season two. Yeah. And I think in that first podcast, we went over season one just because we knew that we hadn't done it. Right. But I didn't. (laughs) Officially. I didn't rewatch it. So I went off like my memory, you know. So, you did like it better than you thought you would. Yeah, I remember that. Is this I mean, the master? Yes. Okay. And you liked the master. I did like the master. Yes. You liked season one enough to agree to do this. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So. I think I was still just very hesitant and, you know, afraid of how scary it was going to be and whether they were just going to, like, all of a sudden throw in this super creepy monsters and things that jump out at you. And so 
I had a hard time concentrating on it and really um, <laughs> being in love with it. And I'm excited to rewatch. Hmm. And I think I had a newborn at that time and might have had brain fog. Mm. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember, because I remember you guys coming to visit us. And I happened to be watching the episode Selfless. And you walked in, and I'm like, you can't watch this. <laughs> and you saw enough that Anya was singing, and you're like, oh, is this the, um... You're like, oh, you know, is is this the musical episode? And I'm like, no, this is kind of a weird reprise later. <laughs> Hard to explain, <laughs> you can't watch this. <laughs> you walked in during her number, the I Will Be His Mrs. That's so funny. I have zero recollection of any of this conversation or <laughs> happening. <laughs> I was folding laundry in the living room, so that all happened. And then we started talking, and I said, well, how far have you gone? And you're like, the praying mantis one or something? And I'm like, oh... You're just barely started. Yeah. <laughs> and that had been months, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, before you judge the show, I just want you to at least watch through Angel, the episode Angel. <laughs> and I, and so we did together. We skipped Teacher's Pet, and then we watched whatever episodes it is through Angel. I think it's three or four of them. Mm-hmm. And from there on, you continued. Yeah. But I think it finally took me being like, okay, just sit, and you <laughs> you need to at least watch your angel, or you're not off the hook yet. Because yeah. <laughs> I think at the point of angel, and finding out he's a vampire, and there's something about that episode, I think, that in my mind when I was watching turned a little something in my mind to where I went interesting mm -hmm. I want to go on so I thought that might be the case with you and mm -hmm. I guess it was enough at least yeah and I, I think I really like after Lucy was born I had about six months of tremendous brain fog like you know I had a little bit of PTSD and I got some treatment for that and it just took me a while to be normal mm. and uh, I think that that was during that time so I wasn't processing much very well interesting <laughs> so I'll have to see if I go back and it triggers anything yeah I like season one just for the pure nostalgia and... yeah mm -hmm. I mean yeah I, I vaguely remember like finding out that Angel was a vampire and you're like, or you were like, what do you think is going on with him? Or something like that. <laughs> Good times. Mm -hmm. I I like the Scooby dynamic too. The Scooby dynamic in the first few seasons is very fun. Mm -hmm. It's it's light, it's high school. It's yeah. really fun to me. It's best friendy and mm -hmm. And I have loved Willow since the beginning. Yes. I love Willow in those. It starts turning for me in season four. <laughs> when she just starts getting too into magic, it starts bothering me. 
But yeah, those first three, she can do no wrong to me. Yeah. Except with eyes that have seen it now through seven, you do pick up on little things about her character that you kind of go, hmm. Yeah, that'll be You better watch that later, Widow. <laughs> Everybody, keep an eye on her. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting to, to see. And it'll be fun to podcast about it again. Just mm-hmm. talking a little about a newbie's second watch. It'll be fun. And being able to talk about stuff I wasn't able to talk about first yeah. time through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did a good job, like, just letting me watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. There's times where you just want to say stuff and you don't. I bet. And you want to lie and you do (laughs) just to keep secrets. (laughs) (laughs) And to look at an event like it's it's tough. It's tough to look at events sometimes with the eyes you have and the knowledge you have later and just not be able to give it away. Mm -hmm. And to be able to talk and you feel like you're lying because I'll talk to you about events and feel like, well, <laughs> all I really need to talk about this from this perspective and not from the perspective I actually have. And I feel like I'm lying sometimes right. doing that. But it's been fun. Right on. Should we go to our top fives? Yeah. Bottom fives? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I had to trim down to five. And those were trimmed down from like probably 70. <laughs> that could, for one reason or another, be on this list. Right. Oh, that was tough. I didn't... Okay, so these are in no particular order. Yeah, I didn't put mine in order. Mm-mm. No, that's asking too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for these, let's just, since they're not in an order, I'll just do just, like my top okay. five. Um, so my top five is I've got Tabula Rasa, The Zeppo, The Body, Hush, and Fool for Love. Which one's Fool for Love? That's the one where Spike tells Buffy the stories of killing the two slayers. I like that one. Yeah. But I did this list really quickly because I (laughs) it was about an hour before we started podcasting. I was like, oh crap, we were supposed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the Zeppo Tabula Rasa I just loved. It was just good, fun, silly. Hmm. All the Relation the Spike and Giles father son thing was the best. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> the Zippo, I just loved the whole concept of the Zippo. I I just liked how that whole one was done. The body, it just I feel close to that episode. It's weird, you know, with yeah with mom and stuff, you know. Um, Hush is just 
a good scare. It's just very good. I just loved it. And then, yeah, Fool for Love. Sweet. What did you put B? Well, I just thought of conversations with dead people and um, storyteller, and those should be in here, so. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> um, I have Halloween, which was, like, the first episode when I really <laughs> fell in love with the show. That was your moment? That was my moment. It's on my honorable mention list. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so fantastic. I loved that they all became their Halloween costumes and, you know, just Willow being a sexy ghost and having to (laughs) go around and try to figure everything out. It was just great. I forgot about that one. Probably would have made an honorable mention had I thought of it. (laughs) Um... Pangs and something <laughs> blue. Those are both just fantastic. Um, but I was I was reading it, I was like, oh, you know, the whole Chumash tribe thing isn't my favorite, but Spike being tied up and them having Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> is just phenomenal. So that's where that comes in. Yeah, I mean, I love Pangs, and it's up there, but the Shumash and Willow stuff drags it down to where it can't be in my top five. Yeah, 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 and then I remembered her making cookies and force-feeding them to everybody, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah. That was her idea of penance. <laughs> <laughs> um, Something blue. Just... Yes. You know, I watched that episode and immediately rewatched it because it was so great. <laughs> um, another one, one of the only other ones that I've um, rewatched is Homecoming. <laughs> Interesting. I love that episode. It's just so much fun to have, like... Slayer Fest 2000 or whatever it is. And having Cordelia be mistaken for Faith. Yeah. (laughs) And to have them have to battle through that in dresses, and then neither of them wins Homecoming Queen. (laughs) That makes me laugh so hard every time. (laughs) And they just are, they show up all muddy, and neither of them won, and they just, like, stomp out of the auditorium. It is a fantastic... TV moment. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but storytelling and conversations with dead people both belong on there, so. They can be honorable mentions. And then my honorable mention was the Zeppo, and I thought that people would be proud of me for choosing a <laughs> Xander-centric moment or episode. <laughs> um, but I... You know, that was just so clever and fun and Mm -hmm. the writing is just so good. And of course, um, Once More Was Feeling is number one in my book. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. 
All right, well, my list, I've got Lover's Walk, which... Yeah. It's the only episode Spike's in in season three. Mm-hmm. And I think he just comes in as this breath of funny air <laughs> that waltzes in and he just nails it. He nails it. And it's the episode where I think Sarah Michelle Geller went to Joss and said, We need to get this guy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we need to we need to snag him mm-hmm. and make him a regular. It, it's got Nazi great moments. That. That's awesome. Yeah, it's got great moments in it. It's so fun, you know, him going to Joyce's house and drowning his sorrows in her tea or hot chocolate, and and then when <laughs> Angel and Buffy come, he kind of teasing Angel because Angel can't get in and he could. (laughs) You are a very bad man. (laughs) It's all that. And he just, he comes and he tells the truth to everybody and and he's lovelorn and it's so funny. Drew dumped him and he's just, it's great. Um, I have the Zeppo because what a great way to tell a story. What a great way to change it up and it the humor of it, the fact that they did that. I love mm-hmm. the zombies. I, I love Xander, and this is such a great moment for him to be able to save the day and no one even knows. Right. <laughs> and to see everything through his eyes. I just love it. Yeah, I love it too. Something blue. I love getting that first taste of Buffy and Spike together and how it's it actually does happen later mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to watch this and how they're under a spell and just all the spell stuff. It's just madcap fun. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not to like. <laughs> Once more with feeling, it, you know, speaks for itself. What an epic, what an epic episode of television and they'll be talking about Once More with Feeling forever. It, you know, it's been duplicated so many times and never as well mm-hmm. as this one idea, you know, Joss had is to make a musical episode. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work for any other TV, television show, and the fact that they were able to be like, we're under some weird demon spell. <laughs> <laughs> no other show can do that. And so mm-hmm. it just works so perfectly. And it was so clever. And not only all of that. It took every storyline and changed it up. Yep. So it not only was just fun to watch and has great songs, and it changed the show and all of and it's Spike and Buffy's first kiss, and it just it was epic. And it's epic for Buffy. It was epic for TV in general. It was awesome. And then my. Number one favorite episode is Fool for Love. I adore it. I love finding out that Spike wasn't this hard-ass punk all along. He was (laughs) a poet. And I love watching him kill the other Slayers. And Mm -hmm. I love their fight at the end where he's... This one has Subway Spike with eyeliner. I just, (laughs) you know, 
(laughs) (laughs) And I love how they... I love Spike being in love with her, newly in love with her, and her having no idea, and the dance that goes along with that. And I love the end where he's so mad at her, and she... And he goes to her house, and she's sad about her mom, and he comes with a shotgun, loaded. Oh, yeah. And he ends up sitting next to her and putting his arm on her back and just... Mm-hmm. And then taking it away right away in her face, not knowing <laughs> what is happening. <laughs> and it just ends with them just silently sitting there. And I love that. I mean, they have epic chemistry, those two actors. And it was one of those things that they had to get them together because the chemistry was too great. They're too... I never before I started Buffy would have said I'd be so surprised to hear me say what an amazing actress Sarah Michelle Gellar is. She is really good. And I wouldn't have known that. (laughs) And she blows me away. And these two together just work. Uh And it's fun. And I love I love their whole relationship. It's what an epic relationship. And this is one of those first moments where they sit there and they breathe at the same time and he's awkward and she doesn't know what's going on, but they sit in silence together. I love that ending. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, just coming with that shotgun cocked and then his head just, he sees her sad and his head just cocks and he goes, what's wrong? Yeah. Oh, oh I love it. My honorable mentions are Hush, Conversations with Dead People, Passion, Becoming Part 2, Graduation Day Part 2, Tabula Rasa. My honorable mentions are Halloween, Something Blue, Once More of a Feeling, and Ted. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about putting Ted on there, and I'm like, it really actually should be, and then I said... People would think that's just too weird. (laughs) Thank you for putting it on there. It should be on mine, too. (laughs) If it was anyone other than John Ritter, I don't think it would have been. Oh, no way. But, oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Me, too. I love him so much. For every rewatch, I look forward to Ted. All right, bottom fives. Does B have any honorable mention? Did you say them already? I said, yeah, Zeppo, Conversations, and yep. uh, Storyteller. Yeah, okay. Storyteller. Bottom five. Yeah, I forgot. There'd be... And Tabula Raza. Oh, I, I could have, like, 25 honorable mentions. Seriously. Oh, and like I said, there's, and... like, 70 of them. <laughs> yeah. There's 70 mm-hmm. I could yeah. put somewhere on here. Yeah. All right, who goes first? B? Or Sue? I'll go first. Okay. I went first on... Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember who went first. So my bottom five are Where the Wild Things Are. Yes. Double Meat Palace. Mm -hmm. I Robot You, Jane. (laughs) Go Fish. Oh, yeah. And Inca Mummy Girl. (laughs) (laughs) 
them. And I really don't need to talk about any of them. Everyone <laughs> understands why. I don't think we do. <laughs> they speak for themselves. They do. <laughs> <laughs> and unless B has some surprises, I don't, I don't think I do either. <laughs> yeah, unless I have to defend why <laughs> any one of them. Okay, <laughs> I have um, my least favorite, favorite episode of all time is Bad Eggs. Um, ben. I don't mind bad eggs that much. Oh, <laughs> I hate it so I think, much. This is not the one in my notes. I'm like, I think I like this more than I should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I like this more than I'm supposed to. <laughs> oh, man. Just <laughs> creepy parasites and aliens and... Uh, yeah, not good. Um, Where the wild things are. I was made to love you. Oh, I love I was made to love you. <laughs> Wild at heart because um, Oz leaves. And it's just awful watching that whole thing happen. And how fast that had to happen. And then um, <laughs> Ted. Be not like the robot. Be not like robots. Be no likey robots, and I don't know who John Ritter is, so <laughs> does nothing for me. You go watch every episode of Three's Company about twenty times, and then come yeah, back come and watch that. <laughs> I barely got that tonight. I was like, "Oh, he's the guy from Three's Company." I've seen like an episode and a half of that. Okay, so. Well, you didn't grow up with it. There's yeah. a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And then um, Empty Places would definitely be an honorable mention. Just everybody turned into giant jerks to Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that being there. Just from a critical point of view, just thinking that you just... <laughs> It's one of those things that's like you changed everybody to fit your story and that sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I still don't believe that those people would kick Buffy out and that Anya would really mean those things. Yeah, and that Xander after his speech in the last yes. episode would all of a sudden be like, Well, screw you and Don kicking her out. Although is- Yeah. Don no. Xander only gets a pass because he just lost his eye, and that's a major thing. I don't care about his damn eye. <laughs> <laughs> he does and not you, get no pass. <laughs> you get an injury like that, you you might have some feelings okay, of anger, and maybe displaced anger, and yeah. you should be able to have a little pass for that. Is my guess. <laughs> That's why I get mostly mad at Anya. No, it's Willow. Willow, Anya's speech, and then Willow and Dawn surprise me the most. Mm-hmm. They don't get a pass. They are not. I just don't believe them. Mm-hmm. And it was the writers trying to serve a story, which I love the story. You know, yeah. the fact that she ends up with Spike. Yeah, in the house. that she has to be isolated. Yes. I mean, what it does serves the story great. It's just. They change their characters to make that story, and uh-huh. that's a hard thing to be on board with. Uh-huh. You have to shush it. Yep. 
and just go with it and say, mm. Mm. Oh, me. Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought too. We were like, Oh, man. Darn it. <laughs> oh, I want to cuddle her sick little thing. Oh, she's being so snuggly. Poor thing. Okay. My bottom five aren't going to surprise anyone. <laughs> I robot you, Jane. Where the wild things are. Inca Mummy Girl, Double Meat Palace, and Beauty and the Beasts. Oh. That's one that hasn't been mentioned that's really bad. <laughs> Which one's that? Anya. Or... It's the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde yeah, it's boyfriend that, um, you probably don't even remember it. No. It's... So, Buffy's dating that guy for a few episodes. What's his name? Oh, I'm blanking. Scott something. Scott Hope. Yes. And he all of a sudden has these two best friends that they've all been best friends forever and they've been these two have been dating and it turns out that he was drinking some magic juice that was turning him into <laughs> a misogynistic <laughs> jerk that like had like roid rages <laughs> that like changed him. It's it's really bad. It's not the one with the snake with arms. And they're all... No, it's in season three, I think. Huh. It's high school. Yeah. And then my honorable wrench mention is Wrecked. Buffy. Well, oh. they're doing drugs. Yeah. And it's it's right after the first Buffy and Spike love scene, to which it doesn't go as I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> I get the high from Smashed. <laughs> And then wrecked is that. And then to top it off, it's it's the Willow magic debacle. <laughs> magic is drugs, and Don and her in the car accident. It's a debacle. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Our list is almost the same, M. I know. I put little checks next to the ones <laughs> you did as you were saying them. I'm like, I wonder if they're all the same. <laughs> 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 did we have one off? I had Beauty and the Beast. What did you have instead? I think Go Fish. Go Fish. Yeah, mine easily could have been Go Fish instead. <laughs> yeah. That's the one where Sanders a fish. Or yes. The, the whole and swim team turns into that. Fish people. Swim off into the ocean. Saves, yes. <laughs> Sander saves that for me. I love him showing up on the swim team and Cordelia. They're adorable together. Cordelia she... being like, oh, I'll come and bring you. Yes! She still loves him. That's right. <laughs> so, it has, but, yeah. Without all of that, it would definitely. It seems like there's a pretty funny line in that one, too, that doesn't Buffy say something to the coach that we laughed really hard about? Probably. <laughs> I can't remember, though. <laughs> <laughs> so... I didn't do any bad honorable mentions. Just wrecked for me. Yeah, I could probably do like teacher's pet. I had that on there and crossed it out. I thought, you know, I it's stupid, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
it doesn't anger me. And most of these anger me. Right. Double Meat Palace <laughs> It's just bad. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't anger me. It's just I recognize it as just bad. <laughs> and I expect more out of the show at this point. <laughs> they should be doing better than Double Meat Palace in season six. Exactly. Because uh-huh. it's my second favorite season. But yeah, I roll about you, Jane, where the wild things are almost unwatchable. Inca Mummy Girl, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> All of them almost unwatchable. Mm. All right. All right. Well, we did it. We did it. <laughs> Lucy just nodded in guys. agreement. Oh, we did it, Lucy. Yeah, we did it. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for you guys to start Angel Season 5. I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We can do that now? No. No. We have to podcast. But we can... When do we want to podcast? Oh. We can do it... A night this week. Well, we kind of need to. Yeah. Because this is supposed to count for last week. So we need a this week one. That's right. Um... And then you guys can watch it. Okay. Well, all right then. All right. Next week, we will be discussing Angel. It's been a long time since I've even watched Angel. I'm going to have to like watch those again and be like, whoa. I haven't seen these in forever, and I've been in Buffy mode for so long. I, It'll be weird going back. Mm-hmm. I know. I have to find in my notebook where my notes are on those two episodes. <laughs> And to be honest, I've been watching quite a bit of season five Angel, so I have been watching some Angel, Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of the last thing I do at night. Um, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to break it down how I want it, and I'm having a little trouble making it the best. So Mm -hmm. I'm watching groups and thinking, should I watch this? Then stop here. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. I've been immersed in season five, so that's especially weird to go back to season four. <laughs> All right. All righty. Well, gosh. <laughs> well, gosh. That needs to be our send-off. <laughs> oh, we've, we're done, and now we've thought of our send-off. <laughs> Remember the first few episodes we were trying so hard to think of a good Buffy send-off? Just <laughs> do darn. Darn. <laughs> that was what Caleb said. Yes. <laughs> Lucy said, darn it. Darn it. <laughs> she won't do it. <laughs> Lucy say, oh, man. Oh, you tired. Oh, She's like, man. I'm no one's monkey. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> she asked about you tonight, though. She did? Yeah, she was like, Mimi, Mimi. Aww. Scout. Aww. So we had to go look at pictures of scouts. <laughs> Cute. We miss you, Lucy. Yeah. But we've got, we're building a shelf in the living room, and there's so many tools and oh. stains. and You would be such a pain in the butt for that. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> you just nodded. <laughs> but yeah, Rob's got little bottles of stain out and tools and lots of fun things. Oh man. Oh man. All right, guys, I gotta finish up. Oh, that's right, you got that podcast. Okay. Oh, jeez. All right. Good night. Good night, Lucy. Feel better, Lucy. Bye. Bye. All right. Talk to you guys Tuesday. All right. See See you.